What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, magical, super potent, and pretty darn amazing planet. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark, your host. I am an intuitive living coach and uh, soul embodiment is part of the work I do and I have the joy and the honor and the privilege and the pleasure of facilitating people to savvy their intuition and let it be their superpower because you know what? It can be if you let it <laughs> and it can show you things that would amaze you beyond words, beyond imagination and it's pretty flippin' incredible. So I am so excited and honored that I have the privilege of playing with people who are ready to bring their intuitive nature out and forward and allow it to be a part of their natural way of living. And that's part of what gave rise to this show, Aligning Divine. It is all about having the joy of lining up with your essence, uh, a.k.a. receiving your intuitive <laughs> capacities, and living it every day. So we're bringing all of that woo stuff right here into this world into this planet earth playground adventure that we're having and we're finding the ways to allow it to actually work for us so we can use it to our advantage because when we're using our gifts and our capacities to our advantage we are actually really supporting facilitating and being a contribution to the whole to the we so uh, it's kind of interesting that that came out that way today in light of our topic that we're going to be exploring. And before we jump into that, I just want to say, if it's your first time here, thanks for stopping by, um, however and whenever and wherever you're finding us, because you know, here on Inspired Choices, that's our home station. And this show airs live on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, and our podcasts then live in perpetuity <laughs> forever and ever, amen, out there in the worldwide universe um, on pretty much any podcast platform you might have heard of. So if you have a favorite, you can totally find us on that platform like iHeartRadio and Speaker and Stitcher and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and oh my goodness, it's amazing. How does it get even funner? And um, if it's not your first time, if you're actually coming back, <laughs> thank you so much. And thank you for all of you who are uh, chiming in and sending me notes and words of encouragement and letting me know that you're listening to the show. That is just like so amazingly cool, you guys. <laughs> I know that I'm very aware that I particularly – me. I do this show primarily for me. I mean, you know, because it's fun for me. And yes, it is my sincere desire that this show be a contribution to you. And it's just really awesome when I get a little bit of um, confirmation that we've got folks who are playing live and then we've got folks who are enjoying the podcast version. And, um, it, you know, the thing I am so grateful for, too, is that you, whenever you're 
participating, and however you're participating, you are contributing to these conversations. So I just want to say thank you for being a part of these conversations because they couldn't be happening without you. And so I am honored that you bring your gifts and capacities, your awareness, your energies, your yumminess <laughs> to these conversations. And know that you don't even have to to talk out loud in them, your willingness to simply show up and participate and play, however you want to do that, is a contribution. So thank you. And, oh my goodness, uh, we have a whole lot going on here on the Inspired Choices Network. So if my way of playing doesn't really blow your hair back, you've got a whole lot of choices you can check out. So you can just hop over to the host page and see all the different amazing and beautiful and potent creations from our hosts. Um, we have a collection of amazing, incredible people who are bringing their heart, their soul, their gifts, their capacities, their desires, their enthusiasm to this consciousness table. And holy wow, I have the pleasure of also being a producer with this network. And I got to tell you, we just have like quality off the charts, guys. You can you can listen to some amazing, amazing conversations. And here's a cool thing. When we hear something that brings us into those aha moments that, you know, pops a new awareness for us, that helps us have a different point of view or come out of a really fixed point of view, oh my gosh, it changes us. It changes our life right then and there. So I just, you know, and it's all free. Holy moly, guys, you don't have to subscribe to this. That just occurred to me. <laughs> like how many, how many um, platforms do you have to subscribe to for that, you know, $2.99, $5.99, $10.99, $24.99 a month? This is free. Dude, hop in on this. <laughs> how does it get even awesomer? <laughs> So, okay, there's my soapbox. I'm done with that. And now we're moving along into today's uh, topic, which is da -da -da -da, unpacking the ego. So last week we were uncountering our intuition. <laughs> and this week we're unpacking the ego. It can be yours. It could be the collective ego, whatever you want. Because, you know, I'm not about telling you how or what you're supposed to do. I'm about inviting you to play with different possibilities. So <laughs> however this works for you, um, you're totally welcome to do that. And have you ever been accused of being full of ego or full of yourself or having a big ego? <laughs> It just makes me laugh to say that. Uh, we do have zillions of stories about the ego. And I have found that really none of them are very inspiring. <laughs> so this week, I just wanted to, to start. This will be a start because, you know, I know you know this. This is a way bigger topic than we're going to fully explore or flesh out in 55 minutes. Well, now less than. So, uh, But we're going to start unpacking the ego, unpacking some of those stories and getting to the information beyond what the stories have distracted us into resisting. Yes, there's a little, little, uh, little foreshadow there. So, is your ego up for that? <laughs> you want to join us. <laughs> and you can actually do that if you want to come into the chat room for the live show. That is airing on 2 p.m. Eastern Time, Wednesdays. And, oh my goodness, yay, welcome Alex. We have Alex who's just popped into the chat. I have my beautiful producer, Jen, who is another host here on the network of Infinite You, and she airs bright and early, well, for me, bright and early on Wednesday mornings <laughs> at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. And, oh my goodness, 
uh, it's just a lot of fun to pop into the chat room. You just click on the word chat room on the blue bar near the top of your any screen on the Inspired Choices Network site, and you can give yourself whatever name you want that day, whoever you want to be, however you want to be, pop that into the login and come on in and join us. It's like it's like being in the backstage. It's kind of cool. <laughs> you can submit questions and comments and be a part of the conversation, and you don't even have to talk out loud on air. So if you're nervous about anything like that, we got you covered. If you want to come on the air, you can do that as well, because I'm so happy to contribute to you live, and what an amazing gift it might be to other people if they hear you live and if you bring your question on live. Um, all you have to do is call one of the numbers or Skype us, and those icons are on the screen on the Inspired Choices site as well. So inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and wherever you want to go from there. So unpacking the ego. Yes. Wow. You know, <laughs> this is the, this word ego has like really kind of pricked my ears for a long, 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 long time. And I noticed that uh, there's a few different camps on this topic. You know, there's a few different parties, a few different tribes on this topic. Um, I've always been fascinated by the fact that one of the things I notice is that, like, the ego has been made the scapegoat for a lot of things. And um, a lot of people have built their business on, like, ego-hating. <laughs> now that's my word. And... So I may be poking the bear uh, a few times on today's in today's conversation, and I'm okay with that. I'm just letting you know in case that might, you know, ruffle some feathers. And if that happens, if you notice you have some resistance or some reaction that starts or, or that's bubbling around, I invite you to look at that and ask for what the information is in that uh, and see what you notice. So, ego, 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 ego. Let's just all say that word, ego, ego. Like, I feel like we're, <laughs> like, this is a, <laughs> I, I have this feeling of, like, United Nations Conference, you know, and we're coming together to to have compassion for ego <laughs> because it's been so mistreated and so maligned uh, over the ages. And, as I said, it's, it you know, you can make a lot of money about the ego, you know, with business that's about the ego, with a business that's built on the ego. And uh, dare I even say out loud for this conversation that I think we are in this point in our collective story, uh, we have some amazing examples of the extreme versions of ego that we can uh, all pretty much <laughs> point to. <laughs> so just uh, just going to put that on the table. And what if None of that is actually, what if it has nothing to do with ego? I know, that kind of sounds ridiculous. And if you know anything about me, you know that one of the things I love to do is play with words. Uh, so one of my favorite resources is the Online Etymology Dictionary. So here I go to the Online Etymology Dictionary as I am preparing for today's conversation. And... <laughs> I had to laugh because, you know, I knew this, but uh, I had to, sorry, we've got some stuff going on in the other part of the house. <laughs> um, so I've kind of known this for like most of my life, but uh, it, when I read this, it just sort of came all together. So, <laughs> so the ego, 
uh, in the online etymology dictionary is a noun, as a noun, uh, around the early 1700s in metaphysics was referring to the self, that which feels, acts, or thinks. And from Latin, are you ready, folks? It means I. <laughs> and I don't know why that makes me laugh, but it just cracks me up. It means I. Now, I think we know this, so it's like, duh, Keisha. Yeah, that's not a newsflash. Well, no, it's not a newsflash. But for any of you who might have thought that Freud coined the word, he did not. <laughs> because, yes, it's challenging to have a conversation about ego without having some reference to Sigmund Freud, who is one of those examples who made quite a reputation, built quite a business on that whole notion of ego, although he included the id and the superego, and, just to be fair, <laughs> and um, there's not a thing wrong with that, right? There's, there is no wrongness in allowing the ego to be something you can use to your advantage. And then, at the same time, that's where we get to some sticky places, because this whole story about ego, about the I, has been really... Oh, golly. I want to say blown out of proportion. I don't know that that's really the most resonant phrase I could say, but it's been made a huge deal of. Let's just put it that way. It's been made super duper significant. So we could say that doesn't really matter, right? And, I mean, truthfully, it doesn't have to matter because everybody's got their opinion. Everybody's got their point of view. And... One of the things I find fascinating is that that's part of what has fed this scapegoating kind of thing with ego. Like people do something and they blame it on ego. <laughs> oh, my ego doesn't want me to do this. Oh, my ego doesn't want that. Oh, I got into my ego there. And I'm like, now that is really fascinating because for me, it's like you're talking about the I. So I'm hearing them say, oh, I don't really want to do this. Oh, I got myself into trouble there. And I'm thinking, well, that's normal, isn't it? Like in my world, <laughs> you know? And yet we have this interesting separation. It's like when we call it ego, we make it something separate from ourselves. But if it's I, if we go to the essence of the word and we're saying I, as in me, first person, you, if you're speaking it, <laughs> first person for you, first person for me, but we're separating that, that brings up a really intriguing energetic dynamic. And really, more specifically, it it activates a really intriguing separation dynamic. And when I look around and I notice how much confusion and frustration and even desperation that goes on from this act of really buying into the point of view of separation of any kind. So often that is where we get ourselves into a really slippery spot, a really difficult spot in some cases, a really traumatic spot in some cases. So I want to... In, I, I just want to introduce this into the convert, you know, into the bigger conversation here. So when we're using the word ego, and we have 
kind of set it into our vocabulary based on this conclusion that it is a negative thing and that it is separate from us, are we really supporting ourselves to have uh, a, a foundation of vitality, a foundation of of being able to be present and have our awareness? And I get, I get a not really on that. Because by the nature of our point of view having to do with the separation, we've already created a, a wrinkle in that fabric, if you will. And that's not fun. <laughs> so, um, so, and and again, I say none of this to convince you that you should, you know, stop using the word ego or that you should think only good things about the ego, <laughs> that the ego is really a good guy. Because again, even that, there's separation in that, right? Um, so it's not about that. It's really about looking at, because this is what I'm big on doing, looking at where we are having the points of view about certain things, and in some cases really key things, really key subjects or topics or aspects of us, that are actually working against what we truly desire to be creating and how we organically function or, or create. These are ways that we sabotage ourselves. Now, let me just ask you, is it the ego that's sabotaging you? Or is it your point of view about the ego that's sabotaging you? <laughs> I know. I know some, sometimes my... Oh, you know, as I'm laughing, I'm actually releasing even more of my points of view about wherever I was holding on to it that the ego was sabotaging me. Because of course I sabotage myself. Of course. Um, I've been like a master at that for a good portion of my life. and And I was doing that because I was functioning from certain points of view that didn't actually work for me. I just hadn't figured that out yet. So yeah, that was the I that was choosing something that maybe was creating a train wreck. <laughs> and is it really necessary that I that I make that my ego's fault? Because that's where I always had the tilted puppy dog head when I heard people put it into those terms. Now, I know it's popular language, guys. I get it. I get it. So if you use the word ego for anything, please, 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 please don't stop using it unless something in today's conversation gives you a little bit of inspiration to look at it from a different perspective. And part of what I desire to create with this and part of what this conversation is really inviting us to is looking at where we are using this idea, this point of view about ego, actually against ourselves. So if you're using the I, the ego, against the I, uh, that's a quick way to spell train wreck in my book. That's a quick way to spell sabotage. Yeah. So kind of fascinating. And we are potent creators, and we can justify anything <laughs> and 
we can also change anything <laughs> when we desire to do that and when we're ready to do that. So the funny thing about ego is the thing I kept coming back to or being guided back to or forward to, if you want to look at it that way, was it's about choice. And this is the thing that frightens the bejesus out of a lot of people. And I was one of those people <laughs> that, that would have rather like created myself a big old mess than simply choose. Because that whole choosing thing was like big, unknown, uncharted territory. So it was just easier for me to fall into the languaging and the habitual um, point of view that, oh, it must be, it must be this creating this. It must be my ego making me do something that is not good for me. And then <laughs> I realized that wasn't really true for me. That wasn't really true for me. Now, how dare I, right? Because, oh my goodness, maybe I'm just full of my ego. Maybe my ego is getting a little big for its britches. <laughs> and what if it's part of my awareness that I've been making the ego mean something that it doesn't actually have to mean. Huh, what about that? You mean we can do that? Uh, yeah. Isn't it interesting that we can totally do that? Because we can justify, we can reason and logic and line up pretty much anything in our, in our minds to, to try to make it work for us. From the I want this to fit what I think way of functioning. But there's a whole other way of functioning. And ego is one of those triggering words that is uh, a really great gateway word, I think, into this conversation or this kind of conversation. So how fun is it that that topic popped for today's show? Um, and yeah, we have a little more to play with and some stories that we were going to be unpacking and we will get to that. Uh, after we take a little break, we're going to just have a moment. I, I invite you to take a breath. I invite you to stretch around a little bit, maybe have a drink of water because, you know, supporting the bodies also supports us into awareness and a little bit more ease in most cases. So what do you say? We play some more with ego after we... Uh, get on the other side of this break. You're listening to Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network and on the podcast platforms all around the world. And we'll be back in just a moment. <laughs> Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. 
professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world, knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward here to the next segment of Aligning Divine. I'm still Keisha Clark, and we are on the Inspired Choices Network, and we are playing with Unpacking the Ego today. So uh, if you're just joining us, you missed all my disclaimers, so um, if you're just joining us on the live show, I invite you to check out the podcast so you can hear the first segment. And um, yeah, so we're going to dive into... Some of those stories, and most of the stories, as I was saying in the in the first segment, um, have to do with really like making the ego the bad guy. <laughs> so, what are some of the stories you have about ego? Um, I think it's interesting too that we have uh, some stories uh, that are kind of um, passed down. I don't know if that's they're, they're just shared a lot about. Um, how the ego is uh, is or can be a person's downfall. And uh, no disrespect at all, ever, ever, is meant by this conversation to the work of beautiful people like Eckhart Tolle and uh, those who are in that field of, you know, exploring consciousness and getting present and finding the true you, all of that, um, no disrespect at all. And I simply have a different perspective that I would like to invite you to play with. Because um, I really, there's just this funny thing for me that when I notice incongruencies um, in what I'm doing, what I'm creating, and what I'm saying, and what I'm actually desiring that gets my attention and and then i go into question about okay what what did i how did i set that up cuz that wasn't very fun um and i also look when it's something fantastic and i go oh how did i do that i want to do more of that please you know um but with ego a lot of us with that word and with the the popular perspectives around that topic so many people create dis-ease, discomfort, um, discord in their lives. And it's just one of those places I want to like, you know, wave a little flag or a little sign that says it it doesn't have to be that way, (laughs) you know. Um, But how easy is it to make our ego the bad guy? Right? How easy is it to just default into that? Oh, ego. Oh, the ego, you know. And here's the thing, guys. You, 
if you're going to subscribe to the Freudian uh, philosophy, especially, you you can't not have it. Like it's not something you can surgically remove or <laughs> take a pill for, although people have tried. And in some cases, that was quite tragic. Um, but it's just, it's, it's the word that relates to a certain part of consciousness, of, of our human consciousness, right? It's a word that signifies something. And it signifies what popular philosophy was signifying it as at the time and that's just kind of stayed there but if you go into the original way it was used it was referring to the self so essentially if we're making ourself our i the bad guy where do we have to turn and who do we have to turn to to actually change that See, this is that interesting spin cycle that we can get ourselves into. So all those stories about, oh my goodness, if you get too confident, if you get too, um, what is that word? <laughs> I think it's hilarious that I love words and sometimes they just fall out of my brain and I can't find them. <laughs> I have to really reach for them. Um, if you get, well, you know, the the popular expressions, too full of yourself, too ahead of yourself, too um, um, focused on yourself, right? You become arrogant. Yes, thank you, Jen. She's adding some words here for me. Cocky or arrogant um, or even righteous, right? Now, all of those things, yes, are things that we can be from time to time. And here's an interesting thing that I noticed. If we chalk that up to ego, the other thing that happens there is that we don't actually look at the information. We've just sort of counted it into, oh, well, it must be that. So there's this simultaneous setting yourself against yourself and not giving yourself the space to really go into question and actually get to an awareness of what is setting that pattern up or in motion for you. And as much as I know we would love to <laughs> analyze other people <laughs> and figure out their issues for them, because, you know, that can be fun. It's a hobby that a lot of us have. Really, where we want to put the focus is on us, right? And could we maybe just have some appreciation that there are some people who are willing to play in such a way in the world that they exemplify beautifully for us what it can look like to have those uh, that ego in extreme, right? That being full of their own points of view <laughs> about themselves. We have some brilliant examples, I think, that probably pop into everyone's mind as we have this conversation. <laughs> so, yeah, 
And it's not just the one that I think you might be thinking I'm thinking of. Um, but it's also, we probably have quite a few examples in our lives of people, you know, there could be people in our family who are example that. And let's look at, um, let's just kind of play with that. Ask for what that is showing you. And ask your awareness Ask yourself, what are you aware of that you haven't acknowledged about ego? And if you want to play a fun little word exchange then or interchange, then ask the question, what are you, what are you aware of that you haven't been willing to acknowledge about the I of you, about you, about yourself? And that starts to bring something different into that energetic view, if you will, into our perception. Because now we're shifting the focus from, oh, it must be the ego, which essentially you're saying, oh, that must be myself. (laughs) We're shifting it to a curious, exploration or examination, we're querying, if you will, into more than our singular point of view about the ego. What if you actually are aware of things and if you have not begun to acknowledge them, it creates a pressure in your world and even in your body. I think one of the one of the scenarios we can all relate to is <laughs> the dating scene. Oh god, just saying the word, right? We're all like, okay, everybody breathe. <laughs> I mean, I am not a I can't say that I'm even very well practiced at that myself. So, what I notice though is, you know, as I'm playing with letting myself have the space to just experiment with much of what I talk about, what I I teach and what I play with. Um, It's really fascinating when I notice (laughs) that I, uh, I, I enter the space of someone that I either am really like there's some type of what word I would use would be like attraction. I can't explain it because it's not like I, it's it sometimes it's not super obvious there's just that chemistry that energy you know sometimes different things uh kind of spark that sometimes it can be a physical appearance sometimes it can be um uh, the the tone of their voice the cadence of their voice sometimes it can be um you know they might be wearing certain um scents uh, usually for me that would be more like an essential oil type of thing, but you know um, sometimes it's just their organic aroma that can be very enticing and very activating. But it's interesting when we go into that scenario that like common sense just seems to go out the window, right? <laughs> and it can be really challenging for your mouth to not override your mind. <laughs> And in some cases, I think that's one of those places we could say the ego kind of could take over. And yet, what I'm really curious about is 
is it the eye running amok or is it having more to do with our awareness of what is going on in other people's worlds and when we get into a space with another being whose energy is activating for our energy we can't hold those fixed points of view in place anymore so it kind of starts to unravel <laughs> our um, our structure if you will our mental or our emotional structure and when that takes place it can be really challenging to quote unquote keep up with your thoughts or modify them <laughs> and not like blurt things out that you're you're kind of like oh my gosh now in some spaces yes that might be called a freudian slip as well um depending on what you say and it's it's just fascinating to me that these things that can happen we can call that um oh gosh what would we call it? we can attribute that to psychology absolutely we can attribute that to um like this mental thing we do and for so many of us who bring our intuitive capacities our empathic abilities our energetic awareness the the very aware creatures that we and our bodies are what if there's way more going on and does that mean we have to then have a conversation about that no <laughs> we don't really need to take it from awkward to just total oh my god get me out of here it's not exactly the conversation you dive into with a total stranger per se although you're welcome to play with that if you want to experiment and if we could maybe just acknowledge in those moments okay going to take a moment going to take a breath going to just check myself here and let ourselves have our awareness that we are really aware that there is more going on than what meets the eye that there is a lot that is happening in the energy of the space and in the energy of us and that is a moment where we could actually utilize some of our questions some of our tools if you will out of our toolbox that's a moment that we could ask huh what am i aware of <laughs> and we could even ask the starting question could be is this my awareness is this the intensity of my awareness and you will probably i'm going to say the odds are pretty good that you're going to get some kind of indicator that yeah yeah you're aware of a lot that's going on in this space right now and then you could play with another question like is anything required of me <laughs> and you could see what you perceive and if you get a yes kind of a sensation in your in your world in your body in your energy ask the question okay show me what that is does it require me to say something does it require me to contribute an energy does it require me to um ask a process to run to help the space shift now this is going to feel like eternity the first 
probably 500 times you try it. <laughs> because, you know, when we go into that interesting kind of slow-mo feeling when we're trying to run our processes and have our have our conversation with ourselves while we're <laughs> having our experience in this in the space of wherever we are. Yeah, it feels like you're trying to run through quicksand and and that's okay. And the more willing you are to actually have your agility, your energetic agility and be making those choices. I could say your choice, your agility of choice as well, because it is it is really a muscle, a set of muscles you develop. Um, the more willing you are to have that, the faster you will be able to to one be simultaneously functioning, and two be able to implement the the information as it comes through, and and that takes it from feeling like you have to find the 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 next step the next square as it fluoresces, to you'll just be able to move in the flow with the information. And that's a process. So if you're in that process, awesome. If you haven't started that process and it is appealing for you to do that, please know, be kind to yourself. <laughs> and if you're working that process and you are ready to take it to the next sort of version, awesome. You can totally do that. And all I say all of this as a part of our conversation about unpacking the ego as in it, it well to apply that in a way that allows us to line up even more rather than be separating ourselves because if you go into a reaction of oh I'm in ego or mm, ego stupid ego blah 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 ego this is how we set ourselves up to stop ourselves from having our awareness now, can you have a point of view that ego is not, you know, you really want to play, how do I say that? Can you play with ego in a way that works for you? Absolutely. Absolutely. I kind of see that as a training wheel sort of thing because it's a way for us to become more conscious and cognitively aware of things that we're doing. And then at some point, those training wheels come off because we get into that that stasis, that balance, that way that we can be present and be aware and make choices that actually work for us. And I know that seems like an impossibility for a lot of us, especially with a lot of the intensity that is going on that we are very aware of right now in the middle of our very interesting global adventure and our personal adventures um, in the middle of 2020. And it is totally possible. So let's play with some of that um, when we get back from this next break. Um, it is, it's just choice, guys. So if you're making yourself wrong or trying to make yourself wrong because you've said the word ego, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> that isn't what this is about. This is really about exploring and discovering and shifting these points of view that might be keeping us from having what we know is possible. That's really that's really what everything comes down to. Shift your perspective, shatter your limitations. I love to play that way. So, 
Let's have some more of that. When we get back, you're listening to Aligning Divine with myself, Keisha Clark. So grateful to have you here on the Inspired Choices Network and all around the world on your favorite podcast platform, wherever that may be. And we'll be right back after this break. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. Welcome back. As we move forward into the last segment of today's Aligning Divine, I'm still Keisha Clark, and we're still on the Inspired Choices Network and streaming to a whole lot of podcast platforms all around the virtual world. And so grateful that you are here today playing with us as we are unpacking the ego. Um, Yeah. So, if you are just landing here on the live show, I invite you to check out the podcast shortly. Um, it'll be ready pretty quickly after we're done, and uh, you'll get some of the backstory and the previous conversation, <laughs> the segue into this part of our exploration, which is uh, being able to be present and have our awareness and still make choices that work for us. That is a doozy of a trio right there. And for so many of us, that is the hot seat, you know. And yet, those are some of those crucial moments that that we we learn what we're made of, and we learn what is really possible. We learn what we're capable of. Um, we get more awareness about ourselves. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it is possible. And oh, goodness gracious, the interesting thing is, it it doesn't happen all in your head. <laughs> so if you're if you're trying to control it as a mental function um you might be noticing that that creates some unpleasantness in your world um it is not about control as much as it is about um allowing and expanding and opening up so control you know is very constricting. We are kind of getting more into that linear aspect. And this is not a linear process. Um, And that's where, that's just one of those key places that I see a lot of us using ego and the points of view around ego or the stories around ego as a way that we're trying to get into some kind of mental linear processing about something that really 
is more about choice than it is about anything else. And if you are able to utilize that word in the way you play in such a way that it is expansive or generative for you to gain insight and awareness, that is flipping awesome. And I invite you to just notice if it's any fun for you at all to be using ego in the way you're using it. If it's creating angst or frustration for you, I'm going to say that is not a generative way to be using the word. (laughs) I'm going to say you are working against yourself (laughs) with that. (laughs) Um, And of course, yes, as we said, it is possible to go way to an extreme. And that is an out of balance as well. So yeah, then you do see some of those examples of the things that we call being full of ourselves. And yet, I still, like for me, even when I say that, I still, something that I know that I know, (laughs) with a capital K, what I notice is there is something that that choice is coming out of. And we could sit in our, you know, super easy psychology chair and we could say, well, there must be a deficiency or there must be a lacking in some other area. Yeah, it's easy to go there. Okay. And if it's somebody else, is it really our business? No. At the same time, having the awareness of what is going on in someone else's world, if it is something that allows you to get clarity for you, that's a that can be a very generative tool, a very generative way of utilizing your awareness as well. So with ego, what I notice is it can take us in two directions. They're in the way that we play with it typically on this planet. What I see that it is used primarily for, even unconsciously, is separation. And while that has applicable value when we're examining things or exploring things or studying things. Um, Separation can be kind of a slippery slope. Um, We could also use it as an invitation and just ask ourselves, okay, what am I making ego mean that it like that has nothing to do with ego. Because really, just like we looked at in the be- near the beginning of the show, of today's show, <laughs> ego is Latin for I. That's pretty much it. So if we look at what is true about this, we can say, hey, it just means I. Now, if you have all kinds of stories about the I, I just want to invite you to consider that I, here's the way that it kind of rolls around for me, so I'm just going to share that. I, the word I, you, first person, is a part of I am. And that takes us into a whole new field to play. So are you separating you into ego to as a limitation of the I? Or are you allowing ego to actually be a doorway for you to get to your I am? 
I did an, an episode. Uh, we had a conversation. Oh, it's been a good little while. It was sometime in 2019. And I believe that the name of that show was Praying in Your Plenty. And in the course of that conversation, one of the things we looked at was really in the essence of prayer, in the way that it has been done, it is about getting into the name of God. Pray from inside my name. And that I am is a way that we can instantly allow ourselves to be connected, reconnected, reminded that we are a part of something bigger. We are a part of the whole. We are in the oneness. So even though we're saying I, we can know that we are the I. We are one of the expressions of the limitless possibilities of this universe. So if we're using ego as a way we stop ourselves from being that, is that really supporting us? Is that really contributing to us? Is it really allowing us to lean into what we can be? If we're not willing to know who we are as the I, can we be all of what we came here to be and contribute and create? Can we have more of that? My sense is it makes it a little challenging if we're holding that the ego is the bad guy. So, this is this is not the end of the conversation. Really, we're just starting, as in most cases. And I, I hope this has kind of just bubbled up some things for you. Um, I, I know that I continue to play with this and will continue to play with this, so I invite you to do the same. Just see what you see. Notice what you notice. What awareness comes up for you? And, and do you hit some speed bumps that are kind of really fixed in your energy? And if you find that you desire or require some facilitation with uh, that process, I am just a click away. You can find my website link right here on this podcast page, and I would be honored to work with you. And in the meantime, what you, what I, are you capable of that is way beyond any story or point of view or ridiculousness that we ever created about ego? And what if you could allow it to just be a part of what invites you to your greatness and lining up with your essence and living it every day? Have a great week, my friends. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence.